Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Edge podcast. I'm Dr. Stella Shabu, and I'm happy to share another Edge podcast with you. Our goal at Edge is to help you champion your human potential in Christ. We do this through our weekly podcast where we share messages God has given us to share with you. For more information on Edge be sure to go to our website at edgeguardian.com or join our Edge Facebook page. This podcast is titled Exploring Altruism, and part one goes over God's altruistic intention for humanity. In this three-part Bible study series on altruism, we'll learn how being emotionally intelligent in Christ is the source in having and maintaining the selfless attitude. We also learn that it starts with knowing God's altruistic intention for humanity then learning how to model Christ-like altruistic behavior, and then acting in altruistic uh, relationships through the activation of the Holy Spirit. Let us pray. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, I come to you with thanks and praise. I ask that you open our minds in the understanding, direction, and acceptance of what you have for us. Thank you for the countless blessings you give to us daily and the acts of altruism given to us, noticed and unnoticed. I ask that you continue to let us discern and keep us emotionally intelligent in everything we say. Thanks for being our Father and for the love and protection you continually give us. Amen. So I'm really happy and excited to share these, this part one of the series on altruism. We'll be exploring three, but the first one is God altruistic intention for humanity. And you know, altruism by definition is the unselfish concern for others. It's exhibited by what we do uh, simply out of our desire to help, not because of our obligation due to guilt, loyalty, or religious reasons. Now, most people believe and have theorized that what we were taught or experienced in life helps us develop an altruistic nature. But the real source of our altruistic nature starts with God and his intention for mankind. And this exists without question. God's intention for us can be seen in many ways, but particularly in man's ability to gain and pull together all the scientific evidence that we've had in our inception and when we were created, starting from the beginning of mankind. We know that science ability to pull together science behavior tells us that random acts of kindness, for instance, are are good for our health and are proven to be involved in releasing hormones that contribute to a good mood and peace of mind. This is great news, right? Because, it makes us feel good, it makes us feel healthier, and it reduces stress. But some of the real questions rely on how God's intention for us and what he has for us regarding altruism and our charitable purpose. We are all wired and created to think altruistically. And why, but why doesn't that seem And why does it seem that more people are inclined to be more altruistic than others? In the emotional 
textbook that uh, we authored, the three of us, uh, the four of us actually, um, we researched uh, uh, several things. But one of the things I shared in, in the altruistic chapter was on kin selection behavior and how all animals exhibit this. And, and science continues to work in, to understand behavior from a physical and natural sense. And because of it, determined that this kin selection occurs when animals engage in self-sacrificial behavior that benefits its relatives. Now, we've seen this even in, in as we fly. Yeah, we were told to put our mask on first so that we can help others. It's interesting that we are taught, we're asked to actually be, do an altruistic thing when we're, when we're getting ready and, and looking at it and being prepared for emergencies and flights. And this is just a natural thing. Um, kin selection is when you, um, you unintentionally uh, do things and, and it can be seen in political alliances, the passing of wealth or simple acts of food sharing. Now, through history, experts have been really fascinated, and it fascinates me by the motivations of human cooperation. But they noted that there are four different types of altruism. There's a kin altruism that I just spoke to you about, what, hap what happens when you unselfishly support your family members or world ones or others um, by sacrificial and sacrifices. There's reciprocal altruism, and we know that when this occurs, when you help someone, knowing that at some point you may get help in the future. There's also cultural group altruism, which involves supporting someone who's part of a group you are associated with. This happens with very, a lot of ethnic and, and religious groups, right? And then there's this pure altruism, and that involves helping someone from a place of empathy knowing that you will see no benefit often when the stake is high in many situations. Now, all of these altruisms are motivated by the source of our creation, God. God had an intention for us to be altruistic in all of these forms of altruisms. He intentionally ensured that certain activities we perform may be done in and, and in the past and will be uh, sourced out so that we can benefit others. He gives us focus and vision. He lets us see the end goal and the actions, the steps we need to do and to perform to get to be charitable by nature. So going back to God's vision of intentionality that he gives us, well, when you're intentional, it gives you purpose and direction. And it eliminates the need for striving. We, if we follow him, we work according to his will. So God wants us to work to his will and be altruistic. But how do we know his intentions for us? There are different forms of altruism. We talked about this. What is his intent particularly for us? Well, first, God showed us his, us his intention when he created the earth and all things in it. Genesis 1.1 tells us that God created the heavens and the earth in the beginning. Now the earth was formless and void 
and darkness was over the surface of the deep, but the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. What is sure and factual for us as Christians and, and what we hold to be true is that God was there from the very beginning. He is the author of all things and he was intentional about creating us and the earth. And when he did this, he intentionally created the intentional people we are. Second, he was intentional in how we shine our light and showcase ourselves. Second Corinthians, Corinthians 4, 6 says, for God who said, let the light shine out of darkness, made his light shine into our hearts to give us the light of knowledge and the glory of the, in the face of Jesus Christ. We as Christians should always go to the source for everything. And our source is God and his word. Shining our light for Jesus means that we are a good example. And when other people see our good example, they would know that we love our Heavenly Father, Father and they too will want to honor him. It is leading by example. As we become more like him, we develop the giving, loving spirit he intentionally put in us. We do this by knowing him and living God's word. Philippians 2, 14, 16 tells us that do all things without grumbling or disputing that you may become blameless and innocent, turn of God without blemish amid a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as lights of the world, holding fast the word of life so that in the day of Christ, I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. So shining our light means considering others' needs and helping to meet them, encouraging them instead of criticizing them, being patient instead of overbearing, giving others the benefit of doubt. And the hard thing is to when you hear gossip, distance yourself from it or change the subject. When you encounter a difficult person, remember that they were made and are loved by God, which is hard, right? We also rem must remember that above all, to treat others in the same way we want to be treated. Luke 6 to 31 tells us that. And that is a hard thing to do. Lastly, God intended and designed, designed us to be altru altruistic. It is by design. Genesis verse 128, uh, which has been often called the cultural mandate for mankind and humanity, tells us that God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and rule over the fish in the sea and the birds of the sky and over everything that moves on the earth. Humans were created with the intent of abundant living. We're created for fruitfulness and growth, multiplication and expansion. 
and structure an organization. All are part of God's plan. God gave us the intentional job of supervising and taking care of the world in this expansion. This job includes stewardship of society and how we care for the natural world. It is often defined as the careful and responsible management of something entrusted to our care. So we might wanna ask ourselves, can we genuinely be altruistic? I've told you that is in our nature, we were created that way. I told, told you that when we shine our light, it's a natural thing that happens in us because it's in us. And all we have to do is activate the Holy Spirit. Well, but can we genuinely be uh, altruistic? Well, there is a evolution and ethics uh, theory by T.X. Huxley. And he noted that every major human religion and most philosophies have independently arrived at the same conclusion. And that conclusion is the best way to conduct oneself is to do unto others as you would have them do. He also stresses that with pure ethics and pure ethics is the human consciousness in man's domain, in society's domain. So in the absence of God, the existence of altruism becomes a central problem in philosophy it be, because it becomes impossible to be altruistic if you don't have an ethical world. Acts 20.35 shares, it is more blessed to give than receive. In the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew 5 says, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. If any man will sue thee at the law and take away thy coat, let them have their cloak also. And whoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him. Give to him that asks thee, and from him you would borrow of thee, do not turn away. So yes, we can genuinely be altruistic and his intentionally created, he, we're intentionally created that way. And he teaches us constantly to be that way. God has also given us great models of altruistic behavior. And we know them, models like Gandhi, Mother Teresa, and Nelson Mandela to name a few. And we can't always aspire to be necessarily one of them, but being altruistic in our leadership in life starts us with living God's intention for us in his commandments. Emotional intelligence drives us by being Christ-like, activation of the Holy Spirit. And it can be shown in simple ways you, in things you do every day. The Christ-like emotional intelligence can, can be regarding um, how you treat others at work, asking for, about important events in someone's life, or making just an extra effort to assist an employee in a task or struggle they may be completing. All we have to do is be intentionally like Christ, 
pray for the activation of the Holy Spirit and sincerely believe in the power of putting others first and making an active choice. Begin by asking yourself, how intentional am I in measuring my value in life by those I help along the way? Or better yet, have I intentionally made someone's life better today? This moral compass that God intentionally gave us, starting from creation, allows us not to stop to think before we rush to rescue, but it allows us to be the person most of us would like to be. Altruism is a beautiful thing and it inspires us when other people act on it. It makes us feel good about ourselves when we act upon it. Now that you know God intentionally created you to be altruistic in nature, join me for part two of the series where I will share how Christ modeled this behavior teaching us the true and prophetic acts of altruism. Thank you.